deciding once again whether to save or spend your awakening gems. This is the MCOC Me podcast, and I'm your host, Zach Rossi. It's a double episode day. I was just actually on a walk out here in Vegas, and this idea for an episode came into my head. So I wanted to, after my lunch, come back here to my hotel and record another segment of the MCOC Me podcast that is dealing with, once again, the question of spending or saving awakening gems. Now, I have covered this topic in previous episodes, but it's been kind of a hot minute since I've talked about it. But now I kind of want to talk about it from a kind of more of a logical perspective. And also, I've been playing the game. Well, since I started the show, the way that I've played the game has been a little bit more mature, if you will. I used to make certain kind of, you know, frivolous decisions that, well, more like irrational decisions that were very frivolous in terms of me spending resources. That's how I wanted to say that sentence. Strike that, reverse it. We did it. But. When it came to Awakening Gems, I was always coveting those very, very much because I was, you know, kind of in this little particular place of do I want to spend it or save it? And if you go on social media, you see so many players these days who are, you know, they, they get one or two and they do the, the, the tried and true screenshot of their roster and then they post the question, uh, who do I spend the stone on? And I wanted to cover this topic, but I wanted to cover it in a more, like I said, more mature fashion and give some different takes and perspectives on when to save versus when to spend. And I think this is very important whether you are a new player, progressing, or veteran player that's just kind of, hey, you've knocked out a bunch of different content and you're just waiting for the next uh, patch to update so you can go out there and do more stuff. So let me give you kind of my first impression on getting an awakening gem. I think it's a very cool thing when you get one. It gets a lot of players really excited because you have this awakening gem and you're like, okay, who do I want to spend it on? But the best thing to do when that happens is to just kind of stand by and wait. Here's why. You have to take a look at, number one, your roster, whether it's generic versus class. Because if you have a class, Awakening Gem, and let's just say it's for Mystic, let's say it's for a five-star Mystic. If your Mystic class is not really, it doesn't have a whole lot of quantity to it, you might as well just save it. Because odds are you're probably going to acquire more Mystic Champions if you're out there playing the game. So it's best to kind of save and wait for a specific uh, Mystic Champion that is worth the Awakening. Also, I'm a firm believer in the minute that you spend that gem is the minute when you go to pop open a crystal and you get that champion. So you just actually kind of wasted the gem because the RNG has, I have this weird conspiracy theory that the minute you spend the gem, uh, the RNG kind of just is like, oh, hey, we're going to give you that champion on your next roll. So you got to be mindful of that. The other thing about spending and this is where the website Aunt May comes into play big time. This is why I highly encourage players to go out there and review this website and use it as a very good, I would say, foundation for this awakening process. If you do come into the acquisition of an awakening gem and you really want to use it on a champion, you have to ask yourself a couple of things, which is number one, do I have the resources to make this champion shine. 
because there are certain champions, as we've all seen, that they require a certain number within their signature ability to be really good. For example, Aegon. Aegon is like, hey, you want to, if you're going to awaken him, you better have at least 200 signature stones in the bank to do that. Same thing with Namor. Uh, you could argue the same thing with Red Guardian. And you could also argue the same thing with, like, Angela. However, there are other champions where if you put them around the 60 or the 120 range, like Kingpin, Tigra, um, you know, you can still get a lot out of them. Spider-Man 2099 as well. You just got to have enough signature stones to pump into those champions to really make use of their signature ability. And that's where if you go on Aunt May, there's a lot of infographs that will show you the correlation with their signature ability, and you'll be able to see at which level they really start to hit. And the other thing is this, this is like kind of a, a very important point as well, is whenever you do have a signature stone, you have to ask yourself this, are you in a position to acquire more of them? Are you in a position to acquire more champions? Are you in a position where you have leftover content of a higher difficulty that is going to give you really kick-ass rewards? If you're saying yes to all of those, then there is no reason for you to spend that stone because the odds are, if you are playing through content, you're probably going to acquire another set of Awakening Gems. You're also going to acquire more champions as well. So if you are putting the work into the game, yeah, you're going to end up actually duping that one champion that you said, mm, I don't want to spend the stone on. And then you will also have more choices in your roster with whom to use the stone on. Okay, and that's really important. Also, and this is going back to the Aunt May thing again, in terms of resources as well. I was just saying how you definitely have to have, you know, a lot of resources for certain champions. But there are other champions where if you just awaken them, they are good to go. Like Corvus, Hyperion, Kitty Pride, um, Nick Fury, he's like one of the big ones. I mean, those champions right there, if you just have them at signature ability one, you're good to go. And those to me are, are no-brainer type awakenings. And if you are, you know, holding on to that gem. If you find yourself coming into the acquisition of any one of those kind of champions that really benefit from just like being awakened right out of the gate, go ahead by all means spend it on them. Because for me, for, for as an example, I came into the acquisition of Kitty Pride a little while ago and I was kind of hoping to get the natural dupe on her. It wasn't working. It wasn't doing its thing. But after doing Eternity of Pain, after doing the Gauntlet, and also from some rewards from the banquet, I was able to get myself a couple of Awakening Gems, and I was okay with the decision of using one of them on Kitty because I knew that at the initial Awakening, she was really she's going to be really, really good. And I had a hard time getting her anyway. So that's another point that I want to kind of see there too. If you have enough in your inventory to part ways with one of them because you cannot get that champion naturally, then by all means, go ahead and do it. Because for me, that was kind of holding me back from really using Kitty in Battlegrounds and also in certain pieces of content because 
I feel like when she's awakened, she just becomes an absolute powerhouse. And I saw that on full display when I was pricing with her and I was like, holy crap, she can do a ton of damage. She's, and she's become one of my new favorite mutant champions to play with because she has been awakened. And also that's the other thing too. If there are certain champions in your roster that you are kind of not really playing with because they're not awakened, like I said, if you have the inventory, then go ahead and awaken them. Uh, I know for me, like for example, I am sitting on a unawakened Omega Red as a six star rank one. And I'm not using him because he needs to be awakened in order for him to do some really good damage. And I don't want to rank him up. I don't want to do any of that kind of stuff because what's the point? It's not going to, it's, it's an exercise in redundancy. I'm, I'm going to be wasting inventory. I'm going to be wasting gold and ISO ranking up a champion that doesn't really do a whole heck of a lot because he's not awakened yet. So I'd rather go look for other champions that are more worthy of ranking up. And if I find myself getting a mutant awakening gem, I'm definitely going to use it on Omega Red. So that's kind of what I'm getting at in terms of the saving and the spending thing. It, and to kind of just like sort of, you know, put a bow on this thing. When to save it is if your roster is small, if you're progressing through content, that's going to give you much better rewards. And also if it's kind of hard for you right now in terms of acquiring gems and stuff like that. But if you're going to spend it, look... Spend it on champions you know are going to benefit from it immediately. Spend it on champions that you have the resources to back up and also fund their signature ability. And then finally, if you're going to spend it, uh, spend it on a champion that maybe, like I said, you've been kind of just, you've had on standby because he or she is not awakened yet. Uh, like I said, my Omega Red example, and also another example that I have was, as well as Tigra. So if I end up getting Tigra and you know, awakening her. Cool. I'll pump some stones in her to really make her shine. Oh, and one last thing that I kind of sort of forgot, and this is really important in terms of the spending part. If you are trying to conquer a piece of content that is limiting you, sorry, rather, uh, let me say that word again, limiting you on the champions that you can use. For example, Eternity of Pain. If you need to awaken a champion to help you complete that piece of content, then by all means do it. An example of that is this. I acquired a OG Scarlet Witch as a six star. And I was on the fence about awakening her because I was trying to do it naturally. But when I decided to do my double Eternity of Pain run, I knew who I wanted to bring in as my three champion roster. And one of them had to be my six star Scarlet Witch, even though she was unawakened. But what I said was, listen, I got two Mystic Gems. I'm going to use it on her and then I'm just going to pump a lot of stones into her because I know that once I complete these two objectives, I'll be getting resources back. So I was able to confidently and without any hesitation, get rid of that stuff and use it for the greater good of my roster and content. I hope this makes a lot of sense to you, whoever's listening. But if you have any questions about it, if you want to talk to me, you know, more one-on-one -on -one about it, if it, and I hope this episode helped. To, yeah, I hope it helps ease your spending and saving of these gems because you know why? They are fun to get. They are fun to have, but they may be a little hard to come by and you should be very precise and delicate with them. This is the MCOC Me podcast and I'll talk to y'all next time when I'll probably be home in Nashville. So take care of yourself out there and I'll see you around.